Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis Shir, number 32, email address, shalombayis777 at gmail.com. There's a very special piece of the Kliyokar, written in Pinchas Perek Chavav, Pasuk Beis, that talks about how each member in Klal Yisrael, when they mention the family's name, has a hey in the front of the name, and a yud at the end of the name, like Hachanoichi. Uh, is an example, and you'll see that all through that parsha. And because every the, every Yid's family, every mishpacha, it's coming to teach you that Hashem, the Shechina, dwells among us, the Yud and the K. Hashem wants us to be; He wants to be part of the family. He doesn't want to be an outsider to the mishpacha of Yisrael. He doesn't want to be that outside sheep. He doesn't want to be the you know, that third partner that's, you know, that they don't want in there. Adarabba, he wants to be in the mishpacha. He wants to be in every mishpacha of Klai Yisrael. So what he did, basically, is put the Yud and the K in the mishpacha. And um, Hashem can't be like that kid nobody wants. You have to invite Hashem into your home and bring the Yud and K into the home. But the truth is, is that Hashem made it that every Isha has the hay of the Shechina within her, and every man has the Yud of the Shechina within her, within him. It's a Yud K Vav K. And over there, the Kliyakar brings a reason why the hay is listed first, and but we could add another reason, perhaps, why the hay is listed first. The truth is, usually, uh, you know, kol damas pnima, ishes tsenua, and usually, therefore, you know, in the background, and the hay should not be first. But what the Torah wants to be madgish is, is that the hay is first. She is, in a sense, even though it's betsina, she's the true leader of a Jewish family behind the scenes. And to emphasize that point, that is why the hay of the shechina is listed first. The hay and then the Yud, Hachanoichi, the Hay in the beginning, and the Yud at the end, because she is the head and she is the leader of, of every Jewish family. Every woman has the Hay of the Shechina within her. This is true whether she's single, widowed, divorced, married, makes no difference. That Hay is with her all her life. And every man has the Yud of the Shechina within him. And you must keep that hey and the yud of the yud kevavke of the shechina within themselves. Don't let it leave, and don't let it be buried in deep within you. It has to be revealed. It has to be actualized. That's what Hashem wants. It's like a part of Hashem is within each and every one of you. And when a husband truly loves his wife for real, you love her because of her etzim neshama, not because of what she did for you, but just lishma. That means that you love the Shechina within her. You love that hay. His Yud is seeking to unite with that hay within her. The same is true with the Isha, the woman who loves her husband, also for real, his essence, not because of money, not because of anything else. And um, he reaches, so she is reaching out to that Yud in her husband to bring him home, to bring him shalom, to bring him comfort, and let the Shechina come in and to shine on them both. And that could heal many, many deep wounds 
that life may have brought them on the past. You need to realize that, that, you know, externally, this sounds like a very esoterical, deep thought, but in practical terms, basically what, what, what we're trying to say here is, is that when you forgive each other and act kind to each other, and you see each other and you love each other for who you are, you're really loving the shechina that's within your wife, that hey, the shechina that's within your husband, that yud, and that it does not is not subject to change, it's not subject to um, negativity whatsoever. You know, you could have gained ten pounds, you could be stressed. Sometimes you could be insensitive. That hay is always pure and intact, like the first day that she walked underneath the chuppah. And the man also may be worn down also by many many things. That yod is intact within him. She loves his yod, his unique personality. Hashem gave him. He may have made mistakes, but that yud of the Shechina is always with his hay forever and ever. And this, and the stumbling blocks and the failings and the challenges that we have in marriage causes sometimes the yud and the hay to go into hiding. It hides. And that's when there is some friction in the home. But it's retrievable. And like I say many, many times, there's nothing that's irreversible. When a wife sees her husband trying hard to be ehrlich, she, and she notices that this, so she instinctively is drawn to that yud within him. And his love for him will come back, and will, will grow st- strong. And she, he in turn will see the hay in her shining. And that's what a true zivig is all about. And part of this is also how the children sense this. Children may not, and even the children, I mean, not just young children, even teenagers that live in the home. They don't know this intellectually, but underneath uh, the scene, beneath the surface, it's very, very clear that children and even teenagers, they're calmer and they're happier when they see their parents, b'sholim, meaning that the yud and the hay is one. That's the best chenech you can give your children. The best chenech you could give your children and the best matana you could ever give them is to activate your yud in you, the husband, and be machaber with the, with, with the hay in your wife and be one. There's more calmness in them when the yud and hay are together as one. It calms them because a shechina has a soothing effect on, 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 a, on a home, has a soothing effect on a couple, and it has a very calming effect on the children who are in the house. So remember this all the time. There is a yud in every man. The yud of the shechina. There is a hay in every woman. The hay of the shechina. Keep it safe. You keep it clean. You use it to, that the cause to unite with each other. And, you know, it sounds like it's a very deep taira. And, um, you know, it's not exactly practical. But believe me, it's very, very practical. It's very rare that when you look at, let's say, your wife with all, you know, in a mundane situation, and how often, probably never, do you look at it to realize that within that person that you married, there's a mamish, there's an ishama that once was, before she was born, together with the shechina, and came down here, and in her mother's womb, and again, this this chazal of of um, the Malach teaching Torah, 
not just by a zocher, by a nekeva, the shechin is with that uber through that time. And anyway, there's a kedusha in there. So when you look at your wife, you have to notice and you have to go deep and recognize that there is the, the shechina within her, there is that hay, and you're the, you have the yud in you, and you need to be mechaber with her to bring out that covet hashchina that's within her, and vice versa. And that's what it means, really, that when there's shalom between a husband and a wife, then the shechina is shari. You know, everyone, most people know this pshat. You know, you have the isha, the ish, the word ish has the yud in it. The isha has the hay in that. And if without it there's an ish and ish, they consume each other. While if there's a yud and a k, that's where the shalom and the shechina is shari, and they have a kiyam. And if you basically look at your wife and think about it sometimes, look at your husband and think about it sometimes, that they're not just this human being of, you know, with all these regular chesreinus and this and that, although that's true too. There's a chelik elika mimal mamish within it, within her, within him. And and it, it, it this idea that we talked about in the past of how you could encourage your spouse and make bring out the best in them this is one way to actually also do that, to realize what you're actually doing is you, you're connecting to the deepest place in your husband or in your wife where the shechina resides, that hay in her and the yud in you, and you're trying to connect it. And that's how you connect to each other. That's how you connect to each other. And like I said, that brings such brach into the home. And the children, when the parents try this, and they try to be b'shalom, and b'hava and achva, so externally, it looks like, you know, just common sense. They get along, they're very peaceful, they're calm, they're loving, so the children, in turn, are calm and happier too. Of course that's true. But in the deeper dimension, what's actually happening here is that there is a chibur of a yud and a kei, there is a chibur of a shechina, and what the child is actually sensing is the peace of the shechina that is coming out, the, the peace and the shalom, and the kedusha of the shechina that's coming out when the husband and the wife together activate their ahava towards each other, the chesed towards each other, being don l'kavos each other, looking only at the good nekudais, and that is how the shechina is activated, and Hashem rejoices in being in such a home, and there's no reason that any one of your homes can't be this way. Even if it's not this way now, nothing is reversible. It can be that way. And that's where true healing comes. I will add one last point here, which we could talk, we're going to talk about in later shiurim, but very often deep wounds, emotional wounds, can be healed, mamish healed, and soothed and healed by this chibber ben ishla isha, when the yud and the hay come together. Why? Because kiani Hashem reifecha. The ebishter Hashem heals you, and the shechina heals you. And you have the yud of that healing in you, every husband. You have the hay in you, every man, every, every, every woman. So you have the shechina within you. And when you bring it out, that creates a refuah. It heals the, the, the pain. It heals deep wounds. And that's a place to start. Have a wonderful, 